Are you tired of scrolling your feed only to see the highlight reel version of motherhood? If so, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Motherhood Intended Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Baird, and I'm a passionate mom here to support women like you in their unique journeys to and through motherhood. I have been through it all. We're going to be talking about things like trying to conceive, infertility, IVF, surrogacy, mom life, and more. It's time to get real about what it takes to be a mom and come together in the fact that things don't always go as planned. So here we go. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone had a good weekend. Ours was very busy, but in a good way. It was fun, but I'm not used to having so many plans. So Friday night, we went to a concert. Saturday, we had Hunter's fifth birthday party. And then Sunday, I had brunch at a friend's house. And then any spare time we had, we were, you know, doing the usual things around the house, laundry, getting all that stuff together. So yeah, it was a packed weekend, but I did get to bed at a decent hour Sunday night. So started the week refreshed, organized, ready to go. I don't know if everyone has like their own little Sunday routine. It definitely varies for us. I wish I could say that I was the kind of mom who like, was extremely regimented all the time and always just had everything organized and planned out and whatever. And I strive to be that kind of person, but truthfully it's hit or miss. Some weeks on a Sunday, I'm just like exhausted from the week and the weekend. And I'm just like, you know what? Today's a chill day at home. So I'm going to do like the bare minimum and then, you know, we'll start again tomorrow, try again tomorrow. And then other weeks I'm like, no, I'm going to dominate this week. I'm going to get all my kids clothes picked out for the school week. I make their lunches the night before I get their backpacks ready to go. I've picked out my outfit. I've got my workout outfit set out so I can wake up on time and go work out. And I try and do all the things, but it's just not consistent as much as I would love it. But this week, oh no, off to a good start. I did all those things. I like prepped the family for the week and uh, so far so good. So hopefully you're feeling some good vibes this week as well. Weather by us is weird. Today it's like rainy, but I guess I want to say I'll take it because that means that spring is coming and it's decently warm out, but honestly, who knows? I I thought I saw snow in the forecast later this week. So I don't know. Chicago, am I right? Wanted to give the latest update on our surrogacy journey. So on Friday, we got an email that gave us the direct contact information for our surrogate. And we shared our email addresses and phone numbers. And the agency provided us with a whole document of like helpful tips on how to like build this relationship and everything. And then we were also given like a checklist to keep kind of keep track of the next steps moving forward up until transfer day. So yeah, the next, from what I'm gathering, the next eight to 10 weeks is going to be, we'll just, we'll just on the safe side, say the next two to three months is going to involve this checklist that they gave us. So now that we have been given the contact information to kind of start chatting and getting to know our surrogate a little better, the next step is for her to be medically cleared from our fertility clinic. So she has an appointment in a couple of weeks with her OB to get a couple things checked, get some documents that our fertility clinic is requesting, and then they will be figuring out her travel to come to Chicago so she can be seen by our fertility doctor. So I'm really excited about that. It's a big step, obviously, being medically cleared. Obviously, they have her records, her health records and everything, and they've reviewed all of that and she you know, pre-qualifies, but She actually has to be examined, of course, by her doctor. So being medically cleared, that will be a big step when it happens. And the other exciting thing is that we will get to meet her in person when she's in town for that. So big steps to come. It'll probably be, you know, another month before that happens, just with waiting to get documents over to the clinic and scheduling travel and and all of that. But I'm excited. I'm excited. It's it's crazy. Things are moving forward. Nothing feels real yet. It's a weird feeling going through 
surrogacy and, and all of this process so far, when you're trying to get pregnant on your own, and then when you are pregnant, obviously, throughout all the waiting and everything, it consumes you. It's like everything, it's your body. So you are very present in what's going on. Right now, this all just kind of feels like a weird business transaction, <laughs> um, which not that it's not, but it's like, I'm not used to my body not being involved, of course. I'm used to being very conscious of what I'm eating and where I am in my cycle and you know what medications I'm going to be taking and all of those things. So it's a very odd experience to be so hands-off for the obvious reasons. I am grateful to be hands-off of that experience because my body has proven uh, not to be the best option for carrying a baby. I am in that regard obviously very thankful that my health is intact and I can stay healthy for my kids while trying to grow our family. So it's just weird. It's a lot of emotions, a lot of different things going on. But for now, I'm just excited. I'm excited that we're moving forward. But yeah, nothing feels totally quite real yet. But for those who don't know a lot about the gestational carrier process, things like take time. <laughs> it's not as simple, because I didn't even know this, like it's not even as simple as obviously it takes time to do medications before prepping for the cycle for the transfer, but it's like all the other stuff that takes a while that I didn't realize. So everything from just right off the bat, it's going to be two weeks because before she gets into her OB. And then it'll be so many weeks before she is in town. And then it takes like one to two weeks to get the results back from her being medically cleared. And then after that, we have to both work with our lawyers to get contracts set up. And all of that was estimated at four to six weeks to complete. So it just puts everything into perspective as it keeps kind of pushing back. So it's moving along. It's getting started and it's exciting, but everything everything just takes time. And then after contracts are complete, we have to figure out insurance. So the fertility clinic completes insurance forms and returns them to the agency. And then our GC has to do applications to start the insurance process. And then insurance clearance takes about four weeks after the fertility clinic returns like her completed insurance form and application and all that. So all the details of it all, all the administrative stuff with this process is just kind of slow moving just because there's a lot of people involved and and a lot of things that have to be put in place. And of course, our contracts have to be completely done before any medication can be started and everything. We also have to have wills created. In the event that something were to happen to us, we have to have a very specific will that says what would happen to the baby. And just all these things that we didn't even think about before starting on this process. So yeah, insurance, funding our escrow account, signing wills, executing the agreement between us and the GC. It's a whole process. But once all of that is completed, which I, you know, I just said that's like two to three months right there. Then if she is medically cleared and everything goes as planned, that is when we will start to look at tentative cycle calendars to start medication for her to start the process before transferring an embryo. So super exciting. And I'm very grateful for this nice little checklist that they gave us because it's a lot to keep track of. It's a lot to wrap your mind around and know like what's coming next and especially being kind of like removed. You know, this isn't a person we are seeing every day and we have two children and we're very, and we're busy. I'm not, if I think if it was my first child, I would be, it would be much heavier on my mind and top of mind every ounce of this process. But because I'm just 
naturally just busier taking care of my other two. It's kind of hard to keep track of it all. Sometimes it's a job in itself. So I'm really glad that they kind of outlined these four steps for us so we know what's to come prior to pregnancy. So yeah, wanted to give everyone that quick update. Every week, we're not going to have all these exciting updates, but I'd hopefully like to think that with each week, we are just getting to know our GC a little bit more and moving slowly forward in this process. And I wanted to keep everybody in the loop. So I've had a couple conversations this week that has got me thinking about how I have unknowingly lost myself over the years in my fertility. You know, you hear people talk about losing yourself in motherhood. You know, once you become a mom, you know, you're so busy with your kids and putting them first and everything, you kind of lose like the identity you once knew as yourself. You lose yourself in motherhood. But what people aren't talking about is that you can lose yourself in your fertility as well. If you are struggling to become pregnant or maybe your life just isn't on the timeline you initially expected or whatever it is, if it's just not going as planned and you're just trying and constantly thinking about it, you can definitely lose yourself in your fertility. This is something that I didn't realize was even going on with me until our situation changed and after we lost Marin and we grieved that and took the year to process and eventually decided to go on with surrogacy. It was like this cloud had just been lifted off of me. I don't know if that's the best analogy, like a weight off my shoulders, I guess. Like it wasn't like a pressure. It was more just like a fog that had cleared. And that's been happening over the last six months, mostly as I've been starting to dive into this podcast and connect with other women and really just own the fact that like, I have no plans of becoming pregnant myself. You know, that is something that has consumed me over the last eight years. And it's a really weird moment to realize, wait, who am I? Who am I outside of trying to have a baby? And I'm here to tell you that you are many things outside of your fertility, many. So now that I'm kind of on the I'm going to say other side of this, only meaning like I do have children and we are just not pursuing a pregnancy with my body. There are still going to be plenty of things that are going to come along with trying to become pregnant with the help of a surrogate. But for the point of it being like me and my body and my brain, you know, I think I can finally see what has been going on over the years. And I truly was all consumed. I was losing myself in my fertility. So I don't know who needs to hear this today, but I need you to know. You are more than your fertile or infertile self. Hear that. (laughs) Whether you have gotten pregnant easily or have been struggling for years trying to have a baby or you are currently a mom, either way, this is not the only thing that makes you who you are. Your identity as a woman is not your fertility, your infertility, or being a mom. Sure, being a mom could be a big part of your identity. You can be very proud of that, obviously. Being a mom is one of the greatest things I identify with. However, I'm learning now that's not all I am. I'm not just a mom. I'm not just somebody who has been trying to get pregnant over the last almost decade. So some of the things to help you not lose yourself in your fertility would be like decide who it is that you want to be on this journey. And a lot of this, you know, is in hindsight, of course, but that's why I'm here to share it with you today. So if you're struggling with infertility and it's the months keep passing on, you might not realize it now, but I don't want you to have to look back and realize that you spent months and months and months thinking only about one thing with one goal in mind, because I promise you it will affect your overall health, your mental health, your physical health, your relationships, your friendships, your marriage. 
being consumed by this one thing is going to take a toll on you. And the sooner you can realize that you are more than this dream, the better. So decide who you're going to be on this journey to motherhood. Maybe you've experienced this. I did. You know, I had multiple friends in my years of trying to have a baby, you know, have babies. My husband and I witnessed a lot of our friends and family members have babies before we did. And we kind of had to make the decision. I pride myself on being a good friend and I didn't want any of my friends who were getting something that I I didn't have. I didn't want them to ever hold back or feel like they couldn't turn to me or share their joy because it. I'm joyful for them. Was it hard to hear announcements when that's all I wanted for myself? Yes. But for my close friends, I never wanted them to feel like isolated from me or isolate me for that matter. So keep that in mind when you're on your journey to motherhood. If you don't want people close to you, if you don't want them walking on eggshells around you, let them know that they can be vulnerable around you and sharing all the happy moments that are happening to them because sadly, you just never know how many months are going to pass. And for me, time just kept going on and it was one thing after another and I still didn't have a baby at home. So I'm really glad that I, while it hurt sometimes to see the news of others, I never wanted anyone to feel that they couldn't be happy around me because as a good friend or a family member, like I am genuinely happy for them. My other tip for not losing yourself in your fertility, and it's going to sound very like woo-woo or whatever, like practice gratitude. And I, I really mean this, not in like the way like, oh, be grateful for everything you do have. I don't mean like that. But in order to not think that you are solely your fertility, you really need to put some things into perspective. And that being said, you know, maybe getting pregnant doesn't come easily to you and it comes easily to somebody else. But think about all the things that you do have. Think of all the things you're grateful for that have come easy to you. Maybe you have an awesome job. Maybe you met the love of your life, bought a house, moved to your favorite city. Not everyone has that. Just because someone may have gotten pregnant easily, they might not have all the other things that you have. So it just puts things into perspective that everyone has something that they want and they might not have it and and you might. So just put everything into perspective. Making a list of just a quick list of things that come easy to you is going to help you remember what you're grateful for. And if you keep those things closer to your heart while you're struggling to try and conceive, it will help. I promise you it will help. And that being said, like I'm not saying that like you need to pretend that everything's okay and I just should be grateful for what I do have. You can absolutely be sad for what you don't have. I'm just saying that in order to avoid losing yourself in your fertility struggles, make sure you're very aware of all the other amazing things going on in your life. I didn't realize how much this took a toll on me over the years, but if you're struggling with infertility, make sure you manage your timeline expectations. It's so easy to get caught up in daydreaming, when you'll be pregnant, how you'll announce it, timelines, you know, I'm hoping to be pregnant by Christmas. So then I, you know, can't travel and at that point, or I'm going to do this trip now because then I'll be pregnant, or I'm going to hold off on all vacations because I know I'm going to get pregnant. Like manage your timelines and the expectations of that, because the truth is you never really know. I would suggest going on with life and just redirecting when you need to. Because I spent way too many months putting things on hold because I just thought I would be pregnant. And I was always planning my life months and months ahead. Oh, well, this time next year, you know, we're going to have, we probably have like a one-year-old, so we'll do this and that. Unless you have a crystal ball that I don't know about, no one knows what the future holds. And this is going to sound cliche, but we only have today. Like you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So keep 
living your life. Do things that bring you joy. Do things that make you happy. Spend time with one ones you love. Make plans. Do things that you look forward to because that will help you through this journey as well, especially if it's a long one for you. Make plans. Have things to look forward to that get you excited and then just reroute if needed. If you happen to become pregnant or you happen to be doing another fertility cycle or IVF or something, plans can change. You can change plans, but don't wait around for things to happen. Keep living your life so you don't lose who you are and what brings you joy. The other thing I did when we were trying to conceive was I tried to change so many things about myself to be in like optimal fertility health. Uh, um, I remember I was like, all right, I'm cutting out coffee. I'm going to cut down my alcohol. I'm going to walk every day. I'm not going to do anything crazy workouts. I'm just going to like all these things that I like thought would help me conceive. I mean, just, just don't, (laughs) just don't go crazy with it. It, it, Don't self-sabotage your happiness in hopes of this making a change. I know that you can feel very desperate in a time when something you really want isn't happening but make sustainable changes. If you're having 10 cups of coffee a week, maybe cut it down. Maybe cut it down by three, you know, instead of just cutting out coffee completely. Make sustainable changes so that way you can still enjoy things that is who you are as you know it up until this point. You know, if you start your morning with a cup of coffee, have a cup of coffee. If you love unwinding with a glass of wine, okay, maybe you don't have the whole bottle, but have one. Make sustainable changes. The other thing that is important, and I think for me was the one of the biggest things in losing myself in my fertility was not paying attention to all the information I was consuming. Like the level of information I was trying to consume, I thought if I learned everything I could about fertility and IVF and, and all of the things that it's it's like my knowledge could just change my body. <laughs> and while it helps for sure, I definitely think knowledge is power and it's great to ask questions. Just be very mindful of what your mind consumes. Obviously, you can go to any website, you can join any Facebook group and whatever, and there's going to be opinions and information. Just make sure where you're getting your information is actually helpful. Because I remember like doing all this Googling and stuff, and especially when you're looking for like scientific things. It's one thing if like right now, I am definitely not a doctor. I am not claiming to be a doctor. These are just my suggestions and opinions, and this is just coming from my own experiences. But when you're trying to get answers of like your body and your health, be careful on what you are consuming because research can get confusing. It can have you stressing out. It can increase your anxiety levels and it's just a lot. So just be conscious of what your mind consumes during this time. And if you're feeling overwhelmed or confused, take a break, listen and read about other topics. It's so important. I remember I would take like almost any ounce of free time I had. I would be like listening to a IVF podcast. I would be Googling this, joining this group, researching this doctor. It definitely consumed me. And here's the thing. No one should be consumed by any one topic at all. To have a full and enjoyable life, you should have some diversity in your life. Listen to a comedy, read a good book, step out of the constant cycle of being in your fertility because you are more than that. I understand it's hard to not think about it if you have always dreamt of being a mom and the road to motherhood is just not what you planned, but it's so important not to lose yourself in all of the infertility struggles because when you do become pregnant and when you do have a baby, it doesn't just poof go away. Sure, you become a mom. But I'm just now realizing, and this is five years after becoming a mom, that so much of my identity was in my infertility. And I'm telling you now, just to help you out, don't let it get that way. Because there are all ways that you can avoid losing yourself in your fertility and making sure you have a well-rounded, healthy life 
as you navigate this journey. I didn't know it at the time, but I think it's very important to also have goals outside of getting pregnant. When we decided to start a family, every decision I made was for the good and welfare of starting a family. I got a new job when we decided we were going to start trying to have a family because I wanted to work remotely and I didn't want to commute into the city anymore. And I wanted a flexible job where I can run my own schedule. And I wanted to work for a company with good benefits. And And while that all is like smart in the fact that if you plan to start a family, these are all great things to have. But like that was my only goal. And once I got that job, sure, I did my best on the day to day, but I wasn't thinking like, how am I going to excel through this career? How am I going to, I didn't have like long-term goals when it came to my career and I didn't have any long-term goals personally either. Like I didn't have fitness goals. I didn't think about taking up a new hobby or making new friends. I genuinely was, my only goal was to get pregnant. And it's really important to have something else to look forward to and to work towards during this time. Even if it's something simple, like learning something new, just have something else that's a goal that you can achieve in the time of trying to conceive. Because five, six, seven, eight years later, I just now am with everything I'm doing with the podcast and building a community and having work that I'm passionate about and meeting new people, it's taking me this long to realize, wow, I truly feel like a part of myself is back. I used to find so much joy in hosting events and meeting new people and working on social media and marketing and production stuff. And I just somehow lost that over the last eight years. I, I just lost it. It wasn't important to me anymore. All that was important was creating my family. And while our family's not complete, I am so happy to be in this position right now because I feel more like myself. And when you feel more like yourself and you feel happier and confident and grounded, you're going to be a better mom. So if you take one thing from this whole rambling thought of mine, just know that the whole idea of this, of not losing yourself and your fertility is that you just need to do what's best for you on this journey so you can enjoy your life while you're working towards motherhood. Don't put things on hold. Enjoy your life as you walk this path. And as always, know that you're not alone. This is just my experience, but if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast or have joined our Motherhood Intended Community Group on Facebook, you'll know that everybody has their own story and walks their own path to motherhood. So you are definitely not alone. And don't forget, our Motherhood Intended Community is not just for moms. It's for anyone who's even trying to become a mom, thinking about it, wants a family one day, but isn't there yet. It's truly just a group of women who can support each other through all these different phases of being a woman and wanting to become a mom. And then in motherhood, I found it really helpful to hear from other women who are ahead of me, who have older children, who are done having children. It's so nice to see the different phases of motherhood. And honestly, I was interested in that before I had kids. I found it so helpful to hear from other women and hear their stories on how they became a mom. And I hope that's been helpful for you. But don't be shy. If you are trying to conceive and are not yet a mom, please join us in the Motherhood Intended Community Group. I don't want you to feel alone. And you know what? We are going to be starting some really fun stuff in that group where we are grouping women together who have similar interests. And eventually we want to do meetup groups and Q&As on Zoom and everything. I only hope that it'll help you from losing yourself and your fertility just by realizing that you can meet other people who will make you not feel alone and will understand what you're going through, but also We'll be there for you to talk about other things. We're, we're all we're talking about all sorts of things. Like I want to know about everyone's favorite TV show and where's everyone going for spring break and things like that. It is important to form these relationships and know that like you don't just have to talk about mom stuff. 
you don't just have to talk about your infertility. You are a person and you're not alone. And before I go, I wanted to remind you that tomorrow is actually International Women's Day. What a better day to celebrate you. Join me on Instagram. You can find me at motherhood underscore intended. I am going to be sharing some fun stuff on my Instagram stories. And anyone who shares the podcast on their Instagram story and tags me in it will get a chance to win some Starbucks coffee on me. I have come across so many awesome women and accounts and helpful communities through Instagram. And I would love to spread the word about the motherhood intended community. The more women we can introduce to this podcast, the more they will not feel alone. We are covering all sorts of topics as it relates to motherhood and fertility, and I want women to know that they are not alone in their experiences. While everyone has unique stories and unique journeys to motherhood, you shouldn't have to do it alone. So tag me on Instagram. I'll send you some coffee. Be kind to yourself and do something nice for yourself. It's International Women's Day. It's time to celebrate. Thanks for listening. I am so excited for you to hear Thursday's episode. I get to talk with Rashida, who is a fellow podcaster, and she speaks about postpartum depression and her experience with a child in the NICU. She has two children, works full time, and has an awesome podcast called Parents Connecting. So look forward to that conversation. If you haven't yet, check out the show notes. There are links to our motherhood intended community group, links to Instagram, and most importantly, you'll find a link to subscribe to be a patron of the podcast. There are a couple different subscriptions available, but they include things like access to bonus episodes that include me and my husband and sometimes our children, plus a patron only community for fans to connect with each other and to connect with me. In that group, we'll be doing some live Q and A's. We'll have some Zoom meetups in-person meetups for anyone who's local to the Chicagoland area. And then I will also be doing some shout outs for anyone who is in the patron group. So get excited. There's lots of opportunities to get connected with other women in the fertility and motherhood space, more opportunities for content. And also if you ever have any topic suggestions or want to tell your own story on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at hello at motherhoodintended.com. You could send me a DM on Instagram or feel free to reach out on Facebook with the Motherhood Intended community group. That's all for today. And I will talk to you on Thursday.